All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, it's been a long off season. Not since February have we had real football. And to be honest, that football game I try to forget because it wasn't a very good ending. I didn't like it, so I'm going to just forget that game ever happened. How was your off season? Well, I can't really say it was much better than yours. At least you guys lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, we got absolutely butt whooped and didn't get anywhere near as far as I thought we would. So it definitely uh, ended on a bit of a sour note as far as football last year. But everything else has been great. Very nice. Well, we are excited to be back with you guys. Another season of fantasy football. This is our 10th year. Can't believe I've been doing this for 10 years. Didn't expect the league to still be intact after 10 years. So I'm happy to have some new faces, some old faces left. We did have four dropouts. And to be honest, I mean, priority should be fantasy football. I mean, I don't know what everyone's doing with their life, but fantasy football should be number one. Fantasy football, family, whatever else you're doing, fantasy football comes first. Let's be honest. So to those four who left, uh, shame on you. To the remaining eight, happy to have you back. We do have four new guys, Chris, Mike Spencer, Mike Lackman, and Alex, all of whom I've known for a um, decent amount of time. Chris is a Dolphins fan. So I don't know how that makes you feel, Derek, as a fellow Bills fan. I I have no real hatred for uh, the Dolphins. If if it was an, a Patriots fan, eh, you know that's a problem. Chiefs fan, definitely a problem. But the Dolphins, except for on the days that we're playing them, I don't really mind. They're a fun team to watch. I honestly think having more good quality teams in the AFC East is just going to help make Buffalo a lot better. So I I don't mind the competition. Yeah, and we've definitely we don't have any Chiefs fans. Thank God they wouldn't be allowed in this league. To be honest, Spencer he's a pa he's a Steelers fan. Lackman's a Packers fan, and Alex I believe is another fellow Birds fan. I could be wrong, so Alex don't punch me if I'm wrong. I believe you're a Philly, a Philly fan. Uh, if not, we'll correct it another week. So those are your four new guys in the future. Uh, in the future, punch you not not tomorrow. Because you live in Philly and I don't live near you. Jumping right into it, uh, we had our draft. It was a pretty fun draft. We went to Buffalo Isle Wings, ate some wings, drank some beers, had some shots. It was a fun time. And for out-of-towners, some were able to join some video chat. Some were not. But overall, it's fun. Uh, Best and worst draft. Derek, why don't you start? Who do you think had the best draft? I mean, it feels weird to say myself. So yeah, I'll, a little weird, I'll but... not pick myself just because it seems conce- seems conceited to pick myself. So I'll say I had one of the best drafts, but I won't say I had like the best draft. Honestly, I know a lot of people were kind of picking on Sean for his like super running back draft. I don't know if I would say it's my if it's the best draft, but you know what? I'm just gonna throw it and say I think I think he had the best draft simply because I think. He's going to be able to move some of those pieces. I don't know if that fits the criteria of the best draft, but I think he has the most assets to work with right now. I think he's overloaded on running back, but I think he's going to be able to turn that into something. So I don't look at the draft as a saying, like, if you draft this team, it's going to win the whole league as it is right now. But I think he has the he got the most assets. We'll put it that way. I mean, he definitely drafted a lot of running backs, and I did make fun of him a lot. But that's on par for the course. I usually pick on Sean a lot. Don't know why, but I somehow have found Sean to be an easy target for me. For me, what about you? Um, Who'd you have? For, for me, it was Rob. 
I loved his draft. I mean, the three running backs of Eckler, Sanders, and Javante. Sanders is actually one of my breakout players of the year. New system. I think the Eagles didn't quite use him to the potential that he has. We didn't run the ball a lot. And towards the end, you saw Miles Sanders that has potential to be a stud running back. And I think in a new system in Carolina, the new quarterback, I think they're going to gel really well. So Sanders is definitely someone to be on the lookout for. And also Nico Collins. I love the Nico Collins in the 11th round. I think that's great value. For me, I think he finishes wide receiver one with the Texans. Again, new quarterback, new system for for them with C.J. Stroud. My boy at Ohio State. Although Ohio State doesn't turn out quarterbacks a lot, um, hardly ever, unless you're Justin Fields, and that's still up for discussion whether or not he's actually going to be able to still to be determined. Still had a great year last year. Great runner. Still needs to learn how to throw the ball, but he is the best quarterback that Ohio State has put out in a long time. So here's the hoping C.J. Stroud continues that trend. The stack. Of Herbert Eckler, love that. Always down for a good stack. And then uh, John Dotson was another one that I thought had kind of a down year last year. I think he only had four touchdowns last year. Definitely will have a bounce back year. Another new quarterback for him to throw to, to be thrown to, Sam Howell. So I think Rob has a lot of pieces with a lot of new quarterbacks, and I think a lot of them are going to have a very good bounce back year. So for me, Rob was the best. Moving on to the worst, I will start. This is an easy one for me. Unfortunately, I'd hate to say it, but my brother, Matt, had the worst draft. I did not like his draft at all. And <laughs> his number one overall pick, Cooper Cup, right up there. I mean, second hamstring. Is this his second hamstring injury this offseason? I don't know if it's the same one. I don't know if it's like this, from this offseason or from last season, but yeah, I think he's had multiple hamstring issues now. So, yeah, and not ideal, not what you want to see. No, and for what they're saying, they're not opposed to putting him in the IR. And if that happens, look out. I think um, that's a huge bust at the number one overall position. Waller over Kittle or Pitts, in my opinion, that was a miss. After Joe Mixon, the running backs, to be honest, are kind of weak. Kamara's gone for three games, and who knows what he's going to do when he comes back. Rashad White, Khalil Herbert, Chase Edmonds, I mean, not the running back room that you want. And that wide receiver room, ton of age. There's not a lot of young guys in that room. I mean, Alan Lazard's 27. Cooper Cup's 30. Hawkins is 31. The old man, Adam Thielen, is 33. There's just a lot of wear and tear on Matt's team. And to be honest, I don't, unless he does what he usually does and trades away his entire team, that's not a, a winning team that I see. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely towards the bottom for me as far as draft. He wasn't the very, very bottom, but he uh, he definitely had a rougher draft than normal. Obviously, you can't predict things fully like with Cooper Cup. So obviously, that took made his die his draft take like a huge fall off a cliff. So that's kind of unfortunate. I mean, that's I guess you could chalk some of it up to bad planning, but not what you want to see. As far as my worst draft, it was kind of between Matt and I don't know his name, so you have to forgive me. But the guy Lack Attack. Oh, it's so Mike since you already talked about Matt, I'll go with with Mister Lack Attack. Yeah, so we'll go with Mike. There's some parts that are all right with his draft, but I mean, I don't mind the Burrow Higgins as long as Burrow is able to stay healthy. But just like looking down the line of the rest of the team, like for me, Antonio Gibson's a question mark. 
Brees Hall is good when healthy, but now with Dalvin Cook there and other weapons and coming off ACL, I don't know if you want to rely on him to be what he was last year. McKinnon in the ultimate platoon in Kansas City. Musgrave, tight end, no thanks. I mean, obviously Garrett Wilson's <laughs> going to be a stud, but then there's not really much to save you on the bench. I mean, Hyatt, maybe, you know, Brian, obviously I know a, Musgrave's in there because Kelsey got hurt. Right. Kelsey's so your, Kelsey your dude, but – I mean, for Who me, knows? it's kind of like he's got he's basically got Burrow, Wilson, and and then Higgins and Kelsey, and that's about it. Like I don't see Pittman doing anything, McKinnon doing anything. I don't think Gibson's going to be great. Hall is coming off a big injury. I don't think Dylan's going to do much. Elijah Moore. So it's kind of like one of those things where there's just no depth. So it's like if you're going to win, it's because all four of your stars popped off, and that's a pretty hard spot to be in when it's just like. These are the four guys, and you know now with Kelsey hurt too, you're looking at basically these are the three guys, and you know obviously everyone has high hopes for Garrett Wilson, but he is playing with a new quarterback, so like you just you don't ever know how that's going to start off. So I, I I could see his team maybe turning around my over time, but I think at first, I think at first it's going to be it's going to be tough. Listen, that's my quarterback you're talking about. So e- easy on the will Garrett Wilson do well? He's going to be a stud because Aaron Rodgers is a stud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would not be shocked. That's what I said. I would I would put Wilson in the stud category playing with Rodgers, especially when you look at the year he had last year with probably the worst quarterback play in the league. So there's no real excuse for him not to pop off. I'm just saying you just never know. Sometimes these things on paper look like a match made in heaven, and then in reality, it doesn't happen. So you just never know. But I, I think it's going to be, That'll be the bright spot of his team. I just don't see a lot outside of that. All right. Well, there you have it. Best and worst drafts. Uh, Moving forward to preseason power rings, where we think everyone kind of lines up uh, before tomorrow night's game. I'll run down my top six, and then, Derek, you can run down your top six, and we'll kind of do it like that. So for me, number one, drop. Then we go Derek, Kirk, Mike Spencer, myself. And rounding out the top six, we have Vinny. What about you? So top six for me, yeah, I have Rob, number one, then myself. I actually have Sean at three, and then you, and then Paul, and then I have Vinny at the end, which means I have my whole division in top six, which is pretty wild. Yeah, it's going to be a tough division for sure. Go ahead and round out your bottom six. So bottom six, I have Kirk. And then I have, uh, I don't know his name, but the unlimited power team name. And then I have Matt. And then I have Mike Lackman. And then I have uh, the last two are, again, I don't know their names. It's two of the new guys. Llama and Money is what I wrote down. Spencer I don't know their and Chris names. Is, is the last two. I wrote down their team name. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's who i have for the power i'll get to know their names it's you know it's one of those things we haven't had a lot of discord chat going yet and no they're they're it's still little, it's so I'll, I'll get their names down It'll give me like a couple weeks it's definitely been a quieter i think uh, it's one of those things where losing tim who is a big chat guy and it also like the games haven't started i know once kickoff starts tomorrow it's just gonna start lighting up in there it's just there hasn't been besides everyone boohooing about their players getting injured there hasn't been a whole lot going on that's true for me mike lackman at seven paul at eight alex nine chris 10 sean 11 
no surprise there. Um, I have Sean near the bottom, as I always do. Just kind of a tradition, I guess, for me now. <laughs> and then Matt rounding out the last place yeah, as well. Another, another year, another another hate on Sean. I don't know. Every time I look at Sean's team, I just think, hmm, well, could be better. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, for me, when I was talking about like his draft being one of the better ones, it's like... Uh, it's not what it is right now. It's the assets he have that he can turn into something better. You don't want to hold on to all those guys. And if you do, that's going to be a problem. But I think he's smart enough to like piece some trades here and there as he sees, sees needs on other teams. Kind of like Rob did. Semi-fleecing on that first trade. You know, find the opportunity, the desperate one, and uh, Ooh, make shots. Him. Shots fired early already. Okay. Firing at the new guys. I thought it was a win for both teams. I mean, Chris needed a running back because I'm pretty sure Taylor, in my opinion, he's going to sit all year. That's just what I think. I don't think he's going to play. So he needed somebody to kind of be a running back, and he knew that he can get a two-for-one because Amon Ra is that good. So he needed another running back and wide receiver. So for both teams, I think it was a win in different ways yeah the way i would look at it is i think both teams got better after the trade but i think his team because jt is going to probably out the whole year it's just an unfortunate circumstance he found himself in he had to kind of make the best of it and generally speaking if you're the one on the the where you're getting the two and giving up the one you know obviously you're giving up the better piece in the trade and so it kind of feels bad to lose jonathan taylor and lose Amon Ross St. Brown at the same time. It feels like a big chunk of, you know, what would have been the core of your team already gone before the season starts. So that's that's all I'll say is it like feels bad on that end. I mean, you kinda kinda gotta do what you gotta do, but it doesn't mean it it, it feels good. That's fair. Moving along into uh some of our hot takes. I've compiled about four hot takes. Let's see, my first one is that Steve will win a playoff game. The hottest of takes. Steve has not won a playoff game in (laughs) nine years. Made the playoffs in seven out of nine years, and if you're playing me in the first round, automatic dub. So, maybe this is my year. Who knows? Super hot take. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, it's gone on so long, it has to end eventually. Like, it almost makes no sense. So, I mean, it's a hot take, based on history, but it's got to happen eventually, assuming you make the playoffs. I feel like that's probably the bigger caveat. Like, you got to actually make the playoffs. I feel like if that's you make true. it, you know, we'll see what happens. Second hot take for me, Bijan finishes RB1 overall. I think he comes out blazing. Maybe it's not a super hot take, but definitely something that could finish RB1. So, in my opinion, I think uh, RB1 is not too far out of the question. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be in in that general area. I think it's pretty bold to assume he'll finish RB1, especially in a team that's probably not going to score a lot of touchdowns. I feel like that's where usually the mega value comes in is those guys like, you know, Eckler is going to score like 15 touchdowns somehow every year. Or, you know, how Jamal Williams last year with his million touchdowns he scored and didn't really do anything but score touchdowns. That's, that's my only thing with that is... When you're on a team that's not going to score a lot, it's hard to pile up the big points. You can only get so many on yards. That's true. That's why they call him a hot take. But that's take. why it's a hot take. Hot take. Two more. Calvin Ridley finished in the top seven. Coming off a year of no football. 
really have no expectations of Calvin Ridley, except for the fact that when he was playing, he was pretty darn fast. New offense. I feel like there's a lot of people that have new offense this is, this year. For me, I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Finishes his top seven. Again, I would, I would agree with the fact that it's a hot take. I don't see him finishing even as a wide receiver one, personally. I think a wide receiver two would be a success for him. But, again, that's why they're called hot takes. That's true. And my last one, none of the new guys make the playoffs. I'm sorry, guys. None of the new guys make the playoffs. Yeah. Honestly, when I've looked at the rosters, like because you had obviously sent me that before we recorded, so I kind of have an idea. When I was looking through all the rosters, I would say of all your hot takes, this is the least hot. It feels pr- somewhat likely that that will happen. Like We just have a lot of good teams from the returning players. Like when I was looking at, I didn't have a single, when I looked at after you sent me that, I I didn't have a single one of them making playoffs either. So like I said, it's still kind of a hot take, but of all your takes, it's the least hot. All right. Uh, Did you have any? So my, my yearly, like how you have your yearly hot take of you're going to win a playoff game. I have my yearly, this is not fantasy, but this is the year Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl. So that, that's my, uh, my personal NFL hot take. It's finally it's finally going to be over. I'm actually going to double whammy the hot take, I think, on that one, which is we're not actually going to win our division this year. I think somebody else will win the division, but we're going to find a way to pull through and win win the Super Bowl. And then. I mean, you got to get through so the Kansas my, City my, Invitational. my so. fanboy hot take. I mean, we're, we're running pretty yeah. wild on the Kansas City Invitational. We, so. we've, beat them in Kansas City. we've beat them in Kansas City before, just not in the playoffs. Just not in the AFC Invitational that they host every year. Yeah, fair. So that's that's that. As far as uh, NFL hot takes, I'm going to say that Hawkinson ends up as the tight end number one. Uh, okay. So that's that's hot take number one. And then last hot take I have is that Vinny is not going to make the playoffs. Ooh. I, I don't have is... him top six after draft, but... But Vinny's not going to even make playoffs. That's that's my last hot take. And I'd have to look back at the history books. If it's happened, it's happened one time. Um, the man's just consistent every year. Is one of the toughest to beat. Um, so, yeah, that is a super hot take. And it's not like a personal shot fired. I actually like Vinny from the limited interactions we have. I just When I was looking through, I was like, he might have the fourth best team in our division, which might be good enough to get top six, but it's going to be really hard to manage to pull off top six with your fourth in the division. You know, this will probably end up backfiring on me and we'll get there and I'll be the one who doesn't make playoffs and it'll be funny, <laughs> but that that's what I got for now. All right. Well, that was your hot takes kind of rolling through this podcast quick. It is a quicker podcast because uh, we're not going into weekly matchups just yet. It's kind of just a preseason getting everyone's, uh, Lips wet, as you would say, for football season. Um, I will end with a new segment this year. Um, this is going to be something that we're going to try out. Uh, it's going to be a new person every week. And we're going to ask some questions, kind of get to know the league member. Got my co-host here, so I thought, let's start with Derek. So, Derek, how many years have you been in the league? I'm probably fact-checking but I want to say this is number six. It could be number seven, but I think it's six years now. All right. Current favorite football player uh josh allen i don't i don't think that's a mystery to anyone (laughs) it's true what about favorite overall player like just favorite player of all time yeah favorite player of all time i should have or just should have prefaced that all time 
for football specifically, I yes. assume. I would say historically, favorite player was Brett Favre, but I think by the end, Josh Allen's just going to be my favorite player, period, of all time. But I, growing up, I always loved Brett Favre. Uh, we have 10 rapid-fire questions. So question one, uh, if you could pick one superhero or superpower, what would it be? Flying. What food could you not live without? I'm going to say pizza. One thing you'll never do again in life? Have children. <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever gotten? <laughs> um, just work hard and be yourself and let the chips fall where they may. Go to karaoke song. I literally would refuse at gunpoint to sing karaoke. So right, I'm going to go with pass on that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do music. Uh, do public restrooms make you self-conscious? Not even slightly. Four more. What world record do you think you have a shot at breaking? Ooh, world record I have a shot at breaking. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'd have to find one that no one's ever tried before so that I could just be the first person to do it. That'd be my best chance. Right. Scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? I would say nine. My wife would say a four probably, but I'm going <laughs> to go with nine. Favorite childhood TV show? Avatar, The Last Airbender. Great Which pick. is still my favorite show, actually. It's a but great pick. Last one. Know. Last song you listened to. Last song I listened to. Again, not really a music person. Let me think. Probably some random country song that was on the radio because my wife was listening to it. I just listen to podcasts. I, I don't listen to music. All right. Well, there you have it. A uh, little get in the note, Derek. Um, next week we'll have someone else. Uh, newer questions. We're gonna Just a segment we're going to try out. So. Again, it was a shorter podcast with just something we want to get out to you guys before the season started. So tomorrow night, or even if this podcast goes up tomorrow morning, good luck to everyone's teams. Um, I wish you all the best. And uh, I hope we do a lot of trash talking and a lot of good fun come this weekend. I'll see you guys on the other side.